2: And welcome to the 498th episode of the Puggle Podcast. I am your host, back from the no-internet land, Trainer Thatch. Here today with our excellent, as always, co-host, we've got the one, the only, the man that some might call Lord Jushiro. Hi. How are you doing? And then we've also got the knowledgeable, as always, our sigma Hello, 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 hello. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Somebody actually uh, posted a comment on YouTube the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call them out. They're listening. I think I, I
3: saw this comment. I think I saw this yeah. comment.
2: And they said, if you guys really want to claim the title of talking about everything Pokemon in between, you guys have to t- make an episode on Pokemon board games. <laughs> and Ooh. i'll i'll accept that challenge i accept the, it too what we'll have to do is we'll have to see if there's a tabletop sim that lets i you was it, say, so that we can yeah. play it together
0: Who count me in for that that's my new obsession lately it's all board games
2: we should definitely look into it mm-hmm. but yeah that was uh i saw that and I, I wanted to mention that second uh i have internet again obviously uh there, <laughs> last week yay! i was out i had a surprise like thatch can't do the show last week so that was a lot of fun <laughs> so thank you to whimsicott for stepping in for that it actually worked out really well because p mcgee was originally scheduled for this week but he wanted to move <laughs> to next week and he was going to swap with whimsicott anyway but whimsicott was already scheduled so i was just like yeah i'm not there this week have fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh it's his uh, it's hard because my uh the bar for dystopia for me right now is no internet That's how, that's how,
2: (laughs) that's my dystopia nightmare right now. I didn't realize how much I needed internet in my house. Like, because, like, I've definitely gone without internet before. Like, when you move and stuff, you know, you live without internet Mm -hmm. for a couple days. So I remember the last time I moved without internet was in 2018 when I first, uh, after I graduated from grad school and I moved Mm -hmm. to Dayton to start my job. And so, like, there were two days where I didn't have internet. So, like, I just read books. I had a lot of fun. Everything else was fine. Yeah. It was like unpacking and I was reading a book and it was really fun. And it it was an okay time. So when the internet went out this time, I was just like, oh, I'll just do the same thing. And then like, but then I went like, oh, hey, Alexa, turn on my lights. And it was just like, I don't have internet, Star Fox. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, I was just like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. I've slowly like converted my house into a smart house, you know? Same here. Alexa turns all the lights here and fans yeah, and, oh and everything. Gosh. And so without the internet, so much of my stuff didn't work. It was very <laughs> frustrating. It, it was literally the most frustrating thing in the world. Also, Thatch is very cheap outside of that. It doesn't pay for the cell phone plan that lets you use your phone as a hotspot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, usually it's not, the, it's not
0: that usually. Yeah, it's not needed.
2: Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it would have been nice to be able to do like stuff on like my iPad. Instead of my phone, you know? Uh, mm. but that's fair. That's about it, though. I wouldn't say anything else. I just wanted to use the hotspot yeah. for my iPad. Maybe yeah. hook my TV up to a hotspot. Maybe we could watch, like, Netflix or something. Mm. But th- that was about it.
0: we live in such a a time where if there's ever a solar flare we're so screwed
2: oh dude i i felt that i was just like oh no (laughs) (laughs) my dependency on the internet is very high Mm -hmm. this is is no bueno if our ancestors would see us now (laughs) Uh, no bueno yeah uh, the good news is the fence that caused the issue is now in it looks very nice Nice. The dog that we got a couple months ago that I don't know that I've ever talked about. Ooh, you got a puppy? That's why we got a fence.
3: Mhm. <laughs> ah. So now you can let it outside and not have to watch it. Good times.
2: Yeah, except she doesn't do that because like she's got uh I wouldn't call it separation anxiety, but she's got like this uh, why would I be alone type idea right. in her head. And mm. so she's she always wants to be glued to somebody. Hmm. Aww. And so like you t- you like if I open the door like, she'll go out and do her business and then like come back and just like wait at the door. If you don't go out with her that's all she does. She <laughs> won't go out and entertain herself or anything. She'll go use the bathroom <laughs> and that's it. Hm. It is impossible for her to entertain herself, which is very frustrating. How old is she? Uh she is as of right now 11 months old. Oh, that's why. We got her back in October. I mean, no. If you're friends with my wife on Facebook, she's been posting all the things about this dog on Facebook. Mm. Oh, I I am
0: friends, but she she's not one of the accounts that sh- just shows shows up in my feed. <laughs> yeah, I will have to search for her.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you want to see it, you can just search for her. Uh, but she was uh, but like I I like stepped back when we got the dog one because I didn't really want a dog, <laughs> <laughs> so we got a dog. Uh, but two she like she really like, never had a dog before and she really wanted this dog to love her. So Aww. so like this is 100% her dog now. Yeah. The dog the dog will use me as like a close second. <laughs> like if my wife is gone if ever happens to option 1, then there's option 2. Yeah, if my wife is gone, she's just like, yeah, okay, you're here. I could do the <laughs> same things with you. <laughs> but like if if she's here, no, I I'm I don't exist. I, I don't exist because mom's the most important person to dog. So. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay with me for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Uh, the cats don't like her, so it all works out. The cats like me now. I'm like the cat's does the cat person. like the c- the dog? <laughs> no. Oh well. So the dog thinks that um, one of our cats is her best friend. Oh. She will like. It's the orange one. You've met my cats. Yeah, And he's, like, a very independent cat. And so when we first got her, he was tired of not being, like, able to go around his whole house. Because he owns the house. (laughs) Right. And Mm -hmm. so he was, was, like, jumping into, like, the dog's area and stuff. And if the dog would come up to him, he would slap her. You know? Smack her. And she thinks that's the most fun game in the entire world. (laughs) Trying to, like, (laughs) dodge him, smacking her. And so she thinks he's playing with her. So she thinks they're best friends. He does not reciprocate. <laughs> he does not reciprocate. Sounds like a
0: great plot for a
2: yeah. Oh dude, it's it's like the relationship between all like all three of my pets now is hilarious. Because <laughs> our other cat, our younger cat will bite the older cat who's her best friend. Like when he gets hungry, he'll like bite him just to like out of frustration because he gets hangry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like then the other one will like make a noise sometimes and so the dog heard this one day and, like, ran up and tried to separate the two of them, and tried to protect (laughs) the one that she thought was her best friend. (laughs) Uh, It was, it's the weirdest thing. They, they are, yeah, they don't like her. They, like, they, they will smack her, but she likes one of them a lot. (laughs) And she keeps trying to get the other one to play.
0: I'm sure they'll get used to each other.
2: Uh, One day, I hope. (laughs) It's better than it was when they when we first got her, and it's hard. I have to like constantly remind myself it's only been like eight months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely time for that relationship to evolve, especially as like she settles down finally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once she gets out of her puppy stage. Yep, 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 yep. But and uh, she evolves.
0: Oh have, hey, right. This is a Pokemon podcast. This is a
2: Pokemon <laughs> podcast. But people need to know about Thatch's life and internet connection. Are real life Pokemon's people? People in the Discord this week were asking it, like asking for the conclusion to that saga (laughs) about about whether or not I had gotten my internet back. So I just want to let you know that I did. The fence people cut my internet line, and now I have an orange coax cable running on the top of my lawn.
3: (laughs) I mean, you could have just kept up an illusion and said that you recorded this separately from us, and.
2: Oh, that's true.
3: Yeah, <laughs> just, that's we just stapled it fun. together. <laughs>
2: There's still no internet.
3: You went to the library and uploaded this stuff. It's so fine. We just oh, have that good of timing. It's fine.
2: <laughs> yep, that's sort of That's sort of it. Is. I mean, we theoretically we could have done it. It was just the upload process would have been a bear. <laughs> um, I mean, we we could have done it last week because like I could have yeah, like w- talked to you guys on my phone and it's still recorded locally, but it still would have just been a bear to upload. Oh well. Other, otherwise, this is a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to Puckle. We're going to talk some Pokemon here <laughs> in a minute. So we're gonna. There's there's some news to talk about this week. So let's kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs>
3: Radio Tower.
1: it's just in,
2: and welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about uh, that aren't E3, which is uh, surprising. Not surprising. Both the thing I said and you said are correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you saw, if you saw E3, it's not surprising.
2: Uh, yes. If you didn't see it, it's surprising. Why?
3: <laughs> I was still very excited by the Nintendo news to come out, so I'm not. I'm not even complaining.
2: The Nintendo Direct was pretty solid.
3: It's like, oh, a good Mario Party, a Metroid game and Advanced Wars is still alive? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm it was, happy. It was,
2: like, it was a good di- Direct. I, I think that was as good as they could have done it without having like a big AAA thing in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, generally speaking,
3: everything's yeah. small from it, right? Like, even yes. if you're a Metroid fan, Metroid is a smaller franchise
0: from Nintendo. It's not even <laughs> like, it's
2: that game's also a smaller game. Dread's going to be a smaller game.
0: It looks amazing, though.
2: It's a 2D oh, I'm Metroid. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm.
3: But it's it's very obvious why uh, it's why Diamond and Pearl are the November games now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it in to gear and jump in. So for those of you in Europe, there's gonna be an event for a Dynamax Crystal with a G Max Anaconda. All of this is Hoi. underwhelming. Australia has a similar event for Flapple and Appleton. Oh, that's more exciting, actually. Those are those are actually version exclusives. Europe had it mm-hmm. for the last TCG set. The U.S. just had Santa Conda promo cards at GameStop. Not anymore, because yeah. somebody went over there with a neckbeard and bought them all.
0: Ooh, yep. You're, you can now find
2: them on eBay. Yeah. So <laughs> Way <can find> them- <laughs> too much money. Uh, oh, wait, we're we're going to get there, Jashira. I wanted to ask you about this and maybe mention it to you if you haven't seen it already. But go ahead, uh, Sigma, move on to this next part, which I think is probably the most exciting Pokemon news all week.
3: Yes. Yeah, but like it, we're getting more of it in a few weeks, so who cares? Uh, yes. <laughs> it doesn't get to be a topic yet. Pokemon Unite has been announced to release in July, Ooh. and it will be coming first to the Nintendo Switch. I believe mobile's coming like a month or two later. Yeah,
2: I think mobile's like August or September, but it comes to Switch yeah. first, which makes sense because mm-hmm. Nintendo's like hey you're going to make people buy it on our system first please yeah it's
3: like oh okay i think it also might help with like how uh, it, it gets people situated on the switch so they're not putting their money into the uh iphone and giving apple the money
0: yep. when yeah when they buy the gems that's Uh, fair
3: though i believe that if you connect your nintendo account or your trainer account to it like you can do both Mm cross-platform and it's fine which is nice uh another thing that came out is that the only thing paid currency is actually required for in the game are the costumes for the pokemon so you can (coughs) earn the pokemon licenses that let you use the different characters
2: yeah but that sounds like it's gonna be one of those things where it's gonna be it's a question of how much is the grind right yeah it sounds very grindy
0: well, it sounds pretty much the a staple for those uh for uh, mobile for, yeah. for MOBA games uh such as League of Legends and all that where it's the costumes right. really what you pen money for. You're right. By the way, these those costumes that they've shown look amazing. Yeah, I do.
1: <laughs>
0: why? It, I'm like, "Oh my god, I wish this was in a regular Pokémon game."
3: I, this, I suspect it's going to be something where it's like, "Yeah, there's one or two Pokémon I'm going to put money into and buy." Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. how I'm gonna play the game.
0: And it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I love the nine tails. The nine tails look so amazing with the little glasses and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're great.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm excited for the game. Uh, also, Cafe Mix got its big update, but whatever. Uh, Blastoise and Gardevoir have been confirmed. For I uh, forgot that existed. Unite. Everyone did. It's fine. It's been here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one
1: cares.
3: Uh, Blastoise the, and Gardevoir
0: how's are confirmed. The, uh, the brushing your teeth one going. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it's still there.
3: It's for kids. I haven't paid attention to it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Unite has confirmed Blastoise and Gardevoir are coming at later dates post launch. So awesome. it's going to get content to no one's surprise. It'll probably do better than Pokemon.
0: It's fine. Yeah. Well, a new content that's coming and I'm sure you're all excited for is the new Professor's Research Promo featuring Professor Willow. That it's going to finally uh, it's finally has been announced. The primary way to get it in the US and in Canada is to order Pokemon Go franchise from the Pokemon Center. Yeah. Yeah, you can get like
3: Gengar beanies and whatnot. There's yeah. A- there's incubator backpacks. There's, I saw I that the they were already on eBay,
2: out. though, for, like, 50 bucks a pop. Of course they are.
0: Of course mm. they are. That's how the economy works here.
2: I'm also a little upset by that, because it's just a professor's research. Like, as an actual TCG player, I right. don't care which professor's on that card. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because they made it in such a way that they future-proofed it so they can stop, like, coming out with Sycamore and Juniper and being like, oh, you can't run both of these in a deck and expand they're just mm-hmm. like, professor's mm-hmm. research, one professor's research, here you go.
3: I would probably pick Sycamore if Sycamore was available.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, I would do it only because that's when I really played the TCG for nostalgic <laughs> reasons and no other reason.
0: Yeah, well, it's, where are you going to play it now? That's the problem.
2: In my mind.
0: It's starting <laughs> up again, probably. They
2: actually are slowly opening up some local game stores and stuff, though. Yeah, but it hasn't caught gotten, gotten Steam yet.
3: Yeah, uh, like Magic: no, no, no. The Gathering starting up again. So I assume Pokemon
0: should be soon to follow. Yes, I'm not seeing. It depends on how they're of wanna... to
2: I would wait until uh, after Player Cup Four is over. Yeah, to really talk about, I and mean, which
3: is like this weekend. I believe yeah. they're playing, and then
2: yeah, let them figure yeah. that out, and then we'll we'll see how that goes.
0: Well, the, there's also going to be ways to get it through the league events in Europe too, as well as in U.S. and Canada. Uh, and It includes the uh, code that gives you access to the special research featuring Meltan.
3: The code is, like, super ugly too. The code is on the bottom of the card like in a giant box.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, if you're a video game player, Pokemon Home got its update. Uh, And as such, you can download a Gigantamax Bulbasaur slash Squirtle in Pokemon Sword and Shield and Home. They are the same Pokemon. I'm very confused by this.
3: The events are on both Home or in Mystery Yeah, I saw that, the- and that's why I was confused. And I don't know why they're <laughs> the same Pokémon in both.
2: Yeah, I'm very confused. You can get two
3: of the same Bulbasaur or Squirtle, because they're locked to nature and they're locked IVs, so...
2: Oh, well. Eh. <laughs> they're locked to bad natures, and they're locked to bad IVs.
3: Squirtle's okay nature-wise.
2: I was gonna say, they're giving you two just in
0: case you, you screw up one, but in this case... <laughs> squirtle is modest like
3: squirtle's modest
0: that's fine
2: yeah
3: (laughs) squirtles do win okay bulbasaur is bold which is fine for a mega venusaur (laughs) yeah but mega venusaur doesn't exist (laughs) i know that's the problem it's sad (laughs) sad. there's there's a lot of investment you need to put into those that venusaur to make it usable
2: yes you are not incorrect uh all right move on though sigma move on
3: all right, so this week they announced a global exhibition happening in October. Uh, it is where the top players will be invited to battle alongside each other. Uh, for most of the world, it will be taking people from Players Cup 4, Uh like the top players from there. I believe Japan is taking them from their Japanese championship, so... Mm, that's exciting good. uh they didn't tell us beforehand so a bunch of people were like hey i'm taking this player's stuff off and then it's like oh by the way it's like mm-hmm. oh well that would have uh, been nice to know <laughs> so people were complaining it's like this would have been nice to know before we
2: could yep, do the qualifier. before we decided to take this one off you know
3: it's like we we didn't want to play the legend format what can we say it's
2: fine <laughs> uh all right next one pokemon go
0: in Pokemon Go News, uh Regigigas will be a five star raid for the next couple of weeks and can be shiny, so congrats to all who's gonna get Reggie
2: Gigas in Go this time Yay. around. Well it used to Yay. be an E X raid pass, so like that's kinda nifty. It was an
3: EX raid pass, it was like an eleven dollar pass or eight dollar pass. I assume they're that that killing Regi buy.
2: they're killing EX raid passes. That's my assumption. S/ I don't expect hope.
3: those to come back, especially with remote raid passes. It's like, oh, good job yeah. you kept this thing from yeah. uh, Germany. It's like, oh, well, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to Germany to do my EX raid.
2: Oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to, I hope EX raid passes don't come, come back. Yeah,
0: well, uh, one that is going to be officially released, though, it is Meloetta, finally, uh, and it's going to be released on Go Fest.
2: Yeah, they kept having, like, this musical-themed so. Fest. And they didn't keep talk about Meloetta, and we're all just sitting here like, "You can just say it."
3: It's like we see the we see the green music notes on the logo. Like we know it's
2: coming. We like we know it's there. We know it's you don't there. Can know, you just tell it us. Could have been Jigglypuff. It's like the world's worst secret. It's like they're green music notes. <laughs>
3: they're green <laughs> music notes.
2: Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, you gotta. It, to be fair, GoFest is pretty cheap this year. It's like five bucks.
3: Oh yeah, I, I'm getting a ticket. Yeah, it's
2: more, It's super reasonable.
3: I mean, the Pokemon spawning aren't that most exciting, but hey, I'll get a sock and a chatot, chatot. sock and chatot, sock and, sock chatot. and chatot. Yeah,
0: I, I would never ever thought of hearing chatot right after the the comment. There's no interesting Pokemon, and in Chat an option as one.
1: <laughs> that chatot's is a
3: regional somewhere. It's a I regional. I I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where you get chatot. You no know,
2: regionals have just gotten way out of hand because there's so many of them now. Oh, wow. It's just like, there's so many that it's just like, oh, if you travel here, you'll see something different. Which is kind of cool, like, when you do travel. But, yeah. you know, there's been a pandemic for 16 Ix. months. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: That hasn't been going too well. When Buffalon's locked in New York, it's like a
2: what? joy. It's, like, super specific, yeah. Some of them are dumb dumbly specific. The one wow. that I'm really upset that they haven't put in yet is uh, Vivalon. Because, like, Vivalon, like, you could legitimately do that.
3: And you wouldn't feel bad because it's like, oh, okay. It's just
2: you still have the it. Pokemon. It's just different forms. That's a perfect mm-hmm. way to do it. That's a perfect way to do it. Uh, that's just like neat. That's
3: a perfectly fine
2: re- regional. Uh, yep. And
3: you can put it in raids so people can actually, like,
2: remote raid pass with other people mm-hmm. from different areas. You see, we, we just made their game better. Doesn't <laughs> need, doesn't require much, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Finish off the Pokemon Go stuff, Sigma.
3: Yeah, because everyone wants to hear about the big Bidoof event happening June, 5th, or June 25th to <laughs> July 1st.
2: Did oh, so much Bidoof.
3: Uh yeah, there's a bunch of random moves that the Bidoofs can learn through TMs. Who cares? They're Bidoofs. They're not gonna be good. Maybe there's gonna be a Bidoof cup at some point, but like <laughs> no one cares about Shadow Ball, Thunderbolt, or Ice Beam on your Bidoof, because I think when it evolves Bidoof. it just gets Hyper Beam anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. there's gonna be a research that gets you a little B fat. Because Cute. why wouldn't there be? And uh the more importantly, the catch bonuses keep going up each like a couple days. So the last two days, it's like time for a catch experience, which that's I'm nifty. kind of excited for. Yeah. That's
2: exciting, uh, actually. So
3: many pedoos. Oh, they can be shiny, too. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So uh, the last thing to talk about is uh, a v- this is like the puckle segment uh, about puckle news that's happening. And for those of you listening to the show, these are th- – take notes because it's long today. Um one, Summer League has started. Come to the Discord. Hang out with us. Do gym battles. I actually did mine just before this this recording. So it was uh, it was a good time. A lot of people got my badge because week one's always the week to do it, in my opinion, because I'm still figuring out the team and making adjustments. So congrats mm-hmm. to almost everybody um, to that that got my badge today. Um, and then if you want more Puckle tournaments, because now we're going to start running like two at a time, uh, we've got a new one called the Triple Tri-Attack Triathlon. That's a mouthful. It is a uh, it is a tournament. It's going to be on Showdown. What this is is uh, you've heard us talk about the Dodrio Cup that Sigma and I participated in uh, a few months ago, and that where it's teams of three uh, people get together um, and they they duke it out against other teams of three, um, and to to move on and do better, I guess is I don't know how to explain that otherwise. There's a uh, species clause. Yes, there's a uh, species clause among all three of us. All three players in a team, so no teams can carry the same Pokemon on them.
3: It's like if someone's using the Clefable, the other two teams cannot have the Clefable. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, there are twenty-four
2: <laughs> unique Pokemon between three players, and this time it's going to be OU. Ours is going to be an OU style tournament because we're going to handle it all on Showdown, so you can actually play OU. So definitely check it out. Um, we're gonna. This is a dry run to see how well one of these does. The signups are going to be open on June twentieth, so the day before this episode releases they should be hopefully they
3: haven't filled up yet
2: uh yep uh there you can max out at 24 players. we're going to max out at 24 players the teams are going to be randomly assigned um so keep that in mind as well um you just sign up as an individual and we'll we'll find you two friends but if you're interested in this let us uh be sure to head on out over to uh the discord server to sign up it's actually going to be a blast that starts i believe the week of july 4th as well the tournament it's going to be five weeks long i think from there So, um, just if you're interested in that, be sure to jump on over. Puckle 500 news is also, uh, is also here. Um, so for those of you who didn't listen to the beginning of this episode, this is 498. (laughs) We're so close. That means that we're almost episode 500. So, uh, we're doing a bunch of stuff to celebrate. Um, and so the first thing is there's going to be a live recording of Game Corner, I believe at 9.30 PM Eastern on monday june 28th that's all going to happen in the discord we're going to try out their new panels feature or whatever what do they call it stage Stages? stages stages discord stages uh where you guys can come and listen while uh the hosts are on stage i may or may not be there uh we'll see depending on how my work works um but definitely check that out um if you want to uh do more things Uh, We're going to start doing uh, a giveaway for copies of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Shining. Shining or not shiny, right? Shining.
3: I have no clue. I don't care. I'm getting diamond. I don't know.
2: So we're going to be giving away five copies for 500 episodes of Puckle. And so what we're going to do is uh, they're going to be given away through a a variety of means. I think one of them is going to be given away at the Game Corner recording on June Mm -hmm. 28th. So be sure to be there. Uh, One of them will probably be on social media. I think one of them will also be given away while we record this podcast, episode 500 live on June 3rd at 10 a.m. Eastern at Twitch.tv/PucklePodcast. That July you know, 3rd. there will be a copy. July 3rd. That's what I meant. And there's going to be a copy of uh, the game given away there to somebody watching the stream. Uh, you will also be able to. Going to be another thing later the afternoon of July 3rd. <laughs> Uh, where we're going to use the stages feature again on Discord, but we'll also probably stream it as well if you don't want to use Discord for some reason instead. yeah, We're going to do panels of the co-hosts and we're going to ha- let you guys ask questions with the co-hosts to learn a little bit more about them. Uh, that should be happening somewhere around, I believe, 2 p.m. in the afternoon on, on the 3rd. Of July. If you miss that, don't worry. um That will be recorded, and that will be episode five hundred and one. So Thatch can take a week off. <laughs> <laughs> I can have a uh, I can have a Saturday. uh I can have a Saturday to go ahead and just take off. So that will be episode five hundred and one. So be sure to be there if you want to ask your favorite co hosts their favorite questions. We will get a schedule up for you guys on the Discord server for some of these things. There's probably going to be more that happens throughout the week as well. I just don't want to promise you things without uh without knowing 100% that they're happening, but keep keep an eye out. These are just these are the big things. Those are the big things I want you guys to be aware of and please be there if you want to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. I just love hanging out with all of you. So, let's keep that in mind. Uh that is it for the news though. So, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz where we will quiz your co-host on their insane Pokémon knowledge. They can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckles Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Thank you to Mark for bringing up all of those rules like he does every week. So without further ado, let's go ahead and ask you guys some questions. Our first question this week is going to be from T. Flyer. What Pokemon attacks Professor Birch in the first season of season or the first episode of season six of the anime?
0: Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed.
3: Because it's probably not gonna be Pucciana like it is in the games oh no
2: uh repeat the question one more time what Pokemon attacks professor birch in the first episode of season six of the anime
3: I know Pucciana's in the games uh I don't I don't know the anime
0: <laughs> um, I mean the only one I mean what else can it be
3: a zigzagoon
2: <laughs> it could be bugs I'm gonna need an answer I'm gonna just pressure you for an answer shoot it from the head I,
3: I am I'm Team Pucciana because
2: team P- yeah, Pucciana.
0: It's it's yeah, it's the only one that makes sense to me.
2: It's like it's the one I know. Poochienna is correct. Uh, oh my god, it's the same <laughs> as Ruby and Sapphire. However, in Emerald, he's actually attacked by a Zigzagoon. Did you know that?
3: Oh, I did not know. I was thinking for more. it's been a while since I played the original games. The originals yeah.
2: uh, in an Emerald, he's attacked by a Zigzagoon instead of a Pucciana.
3: That Zigzagoon's not as threatening. Uh, no, you know, not at all. Adorable. Galarian would be
2: Gallarian. <laughs> I mean oh, Grant.
0: I mean, that granted, got it, rabies. Oh no! <laughs> I was going to say, if I see a raccoon in real life, it's I'm going to run.
2: All right. So this next one is from Vorp Vaporeonic. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, what is the only Pokemon that has appeared in its own two separate Pokemon Go community days?
3: Oh, I, I think I know this one. Uh, it's Trimander. because they yeah. gave it a dragon move for Charizard X. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. I mean, I wouldn't even know. <laughs>
2: Is Charmander your final answer? It's Charmander. Charmander is correct. Uh, Charmander. Oh, Sigma. Charmander was a community day in May of 2018, and also October of 2020.
3: Burn and I think Dragon Claw. Yeah, it's I think it was
2: something dude. dumb. All right, so you guys are two for two. Now your next question is your Pokemon or Pokédex question. So I'm going to read you a Pokédex entry, and you're going to try to tell me what Pokemon that belongs to. Um. All right, so this one is going to come to you from King of the Snorlax. It's Pokemon X entry reads, after nesting in bramble bushes, the wings of its chicks grow hard from scratches by thorns. Who's that Pokemon?
0: Ah, so this is a bird. It's a bird. It's a bird Pokemon that nests on the ground, not on the trees.
3: Uh, Braviary, maybe? Maybe, uh... Because Corviknight becomes a steel type, maybe it's in that family. This is from Uh, Pokemon
2: X. Pokemon X. Oh,
3: Pokemon X. Okay, it's not Corviknight.
2: Spiro? I mean, it could be a... Spiro?
3: Okay, I don't
0: mind Spiro as a first guess. I mean, I'm trying to recall which Pokemon I know that nests on bushes. I mean, I think that's the clue. And that it's a a rough-natured Pokemon, which it's, you know, it's not a Pidgey. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm thinking, the only two I can think of is Sparrow and... I mean, it could be Skarmory. But why would Skarmory get scratches on his metal wings with thorns?
3: Maybe baby Skarmory don't have metal
0: wings. Aww, <laughs> that must be adorable and frightening. <laughs> um, I'm, what do you, you think, imagine? Sigma? Hmm,
3: uh, I'm fine with saying Sparrow, for the first try?
2: Yeah. Okay, let's try it, Sparrow. Spiro is incorrect. Uh, so your next entry is going to come to you from Pokemon Shield. People fashion swords from this Pokemon shed feathers. So this oh Pokemon is a popular element in heraldic designs. I'm so sorry, Sigma. Oh, so
3: it's Skarmory. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Skarmory is correct. <laughs> Why not would their Skarmory. wings get scratched by Thorn? They're made of because, metal. Well, because they're probably not metal yet. They probably have to make... They have to harden. Oh... They have to harden, yeah. It's okay. We still haven't used the hint. We're good. <laughs> All right. Our next question is your uh, is your multiple answer question. This one can be worth up to three points today. There are three Pokemon for this answer, so one point for each. Uh, this is from Trevster. What three Pokemon can use the move Steel Beam as a learned move? So not from Mimic, Mirror Move, or Mirror First, while also not being a Steel type. Hmm. Steel Beam. So essentially, what Without. Pokemon can be not Steel-type and learn Steel Beam?
3: <laughs> so what Pokemon can learn Steel... Uh, So what Pokemon can be a Steel-type at some form, I assume, would be, like, the question. So it's, like, Sylvaly and Necrozma, I would think, could be two of them. Okay. Uh, because Necrozma could become a Duskmane Necrozma and then remove the Duskmane but still keep Steel Beam, maybe. Uh, same thought process for... For... Uh, Sylvaly. It can be a steel type sometimes. Hmm. What else? Steel beam. Yeah, steel beam is a tutor move for any steel type Pokemon. Essentially, so
0: right. Okay. Probably any rock Pokemon that can learn it. Uh, no, just steel types. But there's steel types that can learn it, though. That's the question. I mean, there's non-steel uh, type that can learn it.
3: Yeah, I think steel. it's like essentially asking what Pokemon has forms that can learn
0: steel beam. Uh, maybe Mew. I was going to say the it's- other option. Uh, a, it's a beam Pokemon. What well, Pokemon's good at doing beams?
3: Well, no. The thing is, not of them. No Pokemon, I think, learns it. Leveling up, it's only through tutor. Mm-hmm.
0: So, no, 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 no. Yes, but what I mean is, like, for example, like the last has has two giant turns, so it's good at stream It learns shooting things. So I'm thinking, what's a good Pokemon that it's
2: known for doing beam type? Oh, you guys get two strikes. By the way, I just need names. Okay. Uh, Necrozma. Necrozma is incorrect. Oh, well, that's, mm. that's one strike. I mean, uh-uh. Or Mew. How about Mew, 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 Mew? Mew is also incorrect. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Uh, wow. So, okay. next strike and you're out.
0: Uh, hmm. Can like, Alakasam learn Beam? With Steel Beam? Do we want to use a
2: hit now? Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so all of these Pokemon can be Steel-types, but they aren't in their base forms. These Pokemon all have different forms that can be Steel-type. Forms, not evolutions. Um, yeah. Two of them are from Generation 8, and one of them is from Generation 7.
3: Okay. So I'm still feeling Sylvaly is probably the Gen 7 one, because Necrozma wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. i lock that in. I guess
2: so, yeah. That is correct. It is Sylvaly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. So then two Gen 8 Pokemon that can be Steel types. Uh, uh, would that be Arceus? Doggos? Oh, wait, Doggos. Not Doggos.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, are you going to guess those? Are you locking those in? Yeah. We'll lock in the
3: two Doggos. Those yeah. are also correct.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Those are also correct. They can also learn Steel Beam.
3: Yay. It was worth the hint. Silent <laughs> So clap. you guys
2: got three points there. So you guys are at six out of four. You can go for seven here if you get your base deck question correct. So this question is your base deck question, as always. And we're going to let it come from Liger, the Trivia Master himself. Ooh. By Trivia Master, I mean the man who gathers the trivia. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know, what ghost-type Pokemon has the highest base attack stat? Hmm. Base attack? Yep. Isn't that, oh. uh... uh... I don't think Marshadow is it. Uh,
0: hmm... What about uh, Banette?
3: Uh, Mega Banette is up there. Yeah. Mega think... Banette might be it. Because yeah. I don't think it's Marshadow. Marshadow to... Marshadow's two rounded stats. And it has too high of speed to have it be invested in attack, too right uh hoopa big hoopa Ooh, is not, I forgot no, about no. Hoopa. except it's little hoopa not big hoopa that's a ghost type and little hoopa doesn't have that scary oh, of an attack stat I there
0: think. you go okay uh
3: if it were big hoopa that might be the answer
0: but big hoopa is not ghost okay so yeah i'm i'm, I'm leaning to mega banette
2: yeah mega banette <laughs> is correct at 165 uh um, hey look everyone's tied yeah. yeah. everybody's tied. Uh the next highest <laughs> is Aegis Slash and Sword Form with 140, Delmise with mm. 131, and then Blacephalon <laughs> with hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> Everybody forgets about Blacephalon because its special attacks just way higher. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
3: I'm sad Dusknoir is not up there.
2: Yeah, it's crazy high. Uh yeah, Dusknoir I think is like I think it's close though. It's like one twenty or one ten or something like that. I, it's got a decently high I attack. I thought it was though.
3: like decent, yeah. But like it's no
2: It's Well, Dusclops just so. has better defenses, for sure, with the Eviolite, because I think the defenses are, like, ten points higher.
3: A five to ten points higher, yeah. something like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dusknor had, like, its moment of the sun in Gen 4, and then it never was good again. <laughs> Eviolite
3: existed in the yeah. cycle.
2: All right, so that gives you guys seven points, so you're tied, five-way tie for first place in Ooh. your race to 30. Is going to come from uh, Sigma Jushiro. Uh, Seth Vilo, Linian, and P. McGee all with seven. So we'll see it's still anybody's game. First of 30 wins. So on that note uh, (laughs) we are going to call it there and we are going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey guys, if you haven't already be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes you can listen to the commentary real time as you watch the show or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show, and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is TPCI. What's going on, bro? Hello? Is anyone there? That's not what it's going to say on, uh, on the show, but that's what I want to call it. Uh, <laughs> the title of the episode is going to be like, yo, TPCI, what's going on, bro? It's going to be like, uh, is TPCI still, do they care? Um, uh, I think what we want to talk about today is we were expecting one, obviously to talk about E3 news and like some of the new stuff they dropped. Um, yeah. or at least like <laughs> finding out that shining diamond and Br- or not brilliant diamond and shining diamond. Girl, or like actual true faithful remakes in the sense that they're right. not exciting. That's still my assumption, by the way.
3: I mean, but, if if they're not exciting, that's still fine, because the original Gen 4 doesn't play well. Um, yes, no, you're right. absolutely
2: right. No, with the modern conveniences of the Gen 8 battle system, it'll be fine. Yeah. They didn't announce anything at E3. At all. Like, no Pokemon whatsoever. Nothing. That's the first time since not 2013 that, that there since hasn't been anything Pokemon. Type. That's when they announced Fairy Type. That's when, I mean, like, every year they have some Pokemon at E3. Just to be like, hey, yeah, the game's like, coming. Here's a new Mega... Some nice little trailer or something. I think I'm really okay with Pokemon like not talking about Legends Arceus if that makes sense, Eddie Three. But yeah. I, w- I kind of expected like a little bit from Brilliant Diamond. I think the problem is right now you can't talk about one without the other. They seem very mm-hmm. intertwined in TPCI's release schedule and in their in their uh, PR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it seems very they're very much intertwined because we got the release dates for both of them at the same time. We they were both announced at the same time right i i think that they see both of these as somewhat combined and maybe there's some compatibility between the two i i expect it kind of yeah i i definitely expect it
3: if having saved data up for legends rcs unlocks the Azure flute in brilliant mm-hmm. diamond shining pearl it's like okay yeah that makes sense
2: i expect um, it to be a little bit more intense than that i could totally see some kind of like transporter feature or something like that or i don't know just some kind of connectivity maybe that's with, what they replace the pal park with maybe yeah uh maybe, maybe. I, I could absolutely see that um, it, I, I'm very confused, uh, why they didn't do anything. I'm more confused that they're just like, Hey, here's Unite. It's coming out. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I'm not too
2: surprised by that.
3: They had to announce Unite separate from their last oh, Pokemon yes. presents, right? So there's a deal there somewhere that I feel like Unite needs to be.
2: I don't know who made the deal. So hear me out. So we've got Unite. It had to be announced separately from the rest of the stuff last year. And it was obviously on its own this year as well. So we all know Tencent has like a sketchy company, right? Morally. Yeah. And I wonder, so maybe Tencent made the deal and was like, oh, hey, if we're going to do this, you need to just like publicize it separately from everything else. We need exclusive promotion. Or I could see TPCI working with them opposite and being like, we're going to work with you. We're going to announce everything separately because let's say the Tencent like ethics thing comes up in a bigger way in the gamer like community
3: they can have it more separate it's like well
2: then you can it's way easier to hide all the
1: videos
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and
2: tweets if everything's separate with unite right right yeah yeah. it's
0: way easier to do it that way what really surprised me is like specifically for unite that if there is a time where that audience would be paying attention would be e3 I mean, yeah, MOBA is a no, I'm, hardcore I'm gamer's game, and and though the people who usually play MOBA, they're paying attention to E3 and what Blizzard and what all these companies say, and to not have something unite related on E3 seems kind of s- suspicious. Well, like, I'm so if
2: you if you think about it the way that I was just thinking about it, the, again, it's separate. It's not in the direct. You can uh, you mm-hmm. can just hide these videos, and you're done. It's kind of like how uh, they did the uh, Subs Across America for the Subway promotion back in 2012. They had uh, Jared at the end. Oh, God. And so that video is buried, and it doesn't exist as far as (laughs) Subway is concerned. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) yep, yep. yep. If there's anything they want you to remember
0: them by, is that friends that said that their bread is not really bread.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the one
0: scandal they want you to remember. Don't don't remember Jared.
2: Don't remember (laughs) Jared. And Jared so, like they buried sure. that video, and so I, I could totally see it being the same thing for Pokemon uh in, in comparison to Unite. But I, I still think it's really interesting that we got nothing on BDSP, which, which concerns, which concerns me. But yeah, go ahead. I know, yeah, you're telling me about this. Yeah, well, checking their financial records, as you guys know, I, I
0: like following all that stuff, and they're doing baller. Um, they're still having, and the last time they posted was on May. Uh, of 2001 this year, and uh, their growth profit right now is uh incredible. It's a 21.2 percent increase year over year from 2019 all the way now. Uh, and they're hitting a total. They hit a total revenue of 1.1 billion dollars with an operating profit of two fifty four million. Um, they're bankroll. They're there's. It's the highest they've ever done, I assume, is that they're doing so well that they feel confident enough that they don't depend on E3 to do their thing.
2: I, I would agree with that, but I feel like it's just one of those I don't know, maybe they feel confident that, in that, but at the same time, they've never not done that. You know what that mean? Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I would to me I'd be like, oh this is part of a winning formula. Right? right? And I would keep doing it. I wouldn't not show up. It didn't help either also
0: that the rest of E3 was pretty bland.
3: Eh. Like I said, I liked Nintendo's conference. I didn't care about most of the rest of the stuff. Yep, yeah, Yeah, so no they... one
0: had anything, really. It was it, People online were saying it's one of the worst E3 in history. It's just nothing exciting came out of it.
2: There was just, like, a global pandemic that slowed down work, uh, so... Exactly. Yep. I, I'm yep, yep, so yep, yep. unsurprised that there wasn't a bunch of stuff that dropped this year. Like, I can totally see 2022 being a huge year for video games in general.
3: I mean... It's getting Breath of the Wild and Splatoon three on top of Legends Arceus. Like,
2: yeah, I'm excited for
3: 2022.
2: <laughs> yeah, 2022 is going to be an exciting year. Yeah, I just think it's so weird because it doesn't give me much hope for BDSP in seeing that mm. they don't want to talk about they or they. It seems to me right now like it's this. Or I guess it should feel to me it's not going to be that great. You know mm. what I mean? Because if they're not going to if they if they're going to go right now, I we're don't... on we're on a four month hiatus. From when they've mm-hmm. announced the game to yeah. telling us just literally anything again. else about it. I mean, it's hard to say that
0: their decision-making is based on the quality of the game or not. Specifically with companies. I mean, companies will know that they have a bad game on them and they'll still promote the hell out of
2: it just so they can sell. I mean,
3: it, there's a floor in how bad it can be, right? Like, I don't think it can be worse than the original Diamond of Pro.
2: I agree with that. Uh I think the thing that worries me, because they they are obviously, like, doing minor advertisements like you can get a facebook ad right now for legends Arceus and bdsp those exist mm-hmm. the, the problem is they're not telling us anything new about them uh which is the which makes me feel like there is nothing new about them like one i'm not surprised it's kind of what i've been preaching a little bit since they came since their announcement um mm-hmm. yeah. because they claim they are quote-unquote faithful remakes and i totally understand not talking about legends rcs right now because that's another two months after that game comes out
3: yeah yeah like you don't want to Put RCS above but Diamond
2: and Pearl. Yeah, you don't want people to not buy Diamond and Pearl. The way that this feels, it can be best summed up by a quote from one of the greatest American movies of all time, Dodgeball, from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. I hope it works out for them. <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton.
3: I think a lot of what what comes down to is that it's hard to re-release a DS game, right? So mm. you kind of have to take this approach with remakes going forward. Are you...
2: Oh, yeah, no, no, I think approach. I think the way they handled the remake is fine. I yeah. especially, I I don't know, like, the thing that really gets me, and this is probably just harping on things that I've talked about in the past, is uh, I, I've always been worried about Dexit to some extent affecting mm-hmm. Pokemon as a whole. And uh, the way I preached it was it wasn't going to affect Sword and Shield, which it obviously did not if you look at those sales numbers and if you yeah, look at their yeah. profit margins. Uh, what it's going to affect is things that come out after Sword and Shield. and. I think we're starting to see that now because the number of people that come up to me and they're just like, yeah, I can't wait for them to add the Sinnoh Pokemon that are missing into Sword and Shield. It's like, I don't know if they'll do that. Mm, yeah. I'm just like, because like that's <laughs> one video they could drop and be like, hey, you can bring them over when you're done. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. But also cool. it means
3: nothing. Like, it's like, oh, cool. I have Staraptor and.
2: Yeah. I mean, none of yeah. the Pokemon are good. Let's be honest, right? Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> it's like nothing's really making a difference when you already have the legends. In.
2: You're absolutely correct in that
0: in that regard. Again, if they do, and honestly, I might get a little flack for this on the community, but I honestly, if they keep releasing Pokemons per set and not just all at once, I'm okay with that. I like that. So I've been a big
2: fan of how we've been doing a slow rollout. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. been a big, I've been a fan of this rollout, but I'm not a fan of the rollout being incomplete when we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I understand uh,
3: yeah. That's where I stand too. It's like, I'm fine with incomplete Pokédexes at the start of a generation. I would yes. like it to be finished at some point. Uh,
0: yeah. I just like that more Pokémon have their time to shine. My bar is super low right now. Just in a base game, like, right? Yeah. Like,
3: Sword and Shield should be where the complete dex is, not, yeah. not BDSP. Like, yeah. that, that can be its own Sinnoh dex, and I won't care.
0: I mean, wouldn't it be maybe back, backwards? compatible where you can no you don't need to anymore no you don't need to because what you do they is can just... go through home yeah that well that's what i mean but that's what i mean that that possibly the pokemon that they haven't added right now is because they're waiting on on the new version so that you can get them through there and then transfer them to sword and shield
2: So if we make the assumption that these are quote-unquote faithful remakes, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. Or no, I didn't. I said it. Oh, I was on another podcast uh, (laughs) that I forgot to mention (laughs) a couple weeks ago. I was on – it's called uh, The Infinite Rabbit Hole. They talk about uh, things Ah. like cryptids and stuff like that. And they wanted to do an episode on Pokemon. Oh, that sounds fun. It was a (laughs) a fun show. It was a a fun show to be a part of. Uh, So I appreciate those guys letting me come on. And so we were – we were talking uh, Pokemon over there, and they were. We were talking about the decks of nonsense, and I'm like, "Well, if you imagine all the Pokemon come over from BDSP, and you imagine that BDSP has, you know, the national decks as of BDSP national decks in quotes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which brings you up to 493, you're still going to be about 69 Pokemon short mm-hmm. because you're going to be missing I mean, things what like a good number or, to be short. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they stopped right there. Uh that's assuming you can get things, because uh, if you look at the catchable Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl, Diamond and Pearl are actually mm-hmm. really good about letting you get almost all the Pokemon in the National Dex, by the way. Yeah. It's pretty
3: much everything except
2: for... Except, like, uh, Starters and Tropius.
3: <laughs> Tropius, Tangela, and the Starters, yeah. Yeah, there's it's like, to...
2: it's like very weird exclusions. I don't know. So, like, the thing that gets me is, like, that we don't have, like, a Feraligator yet in Gen 8. And all I want to do at this point, like, I don't even care about Swish getting updated at, at this point. I care about being <laughs> able to play Gen 8 games. And being able to get a national dex on Pokemon Home. Right. Through Gen 8 games. That's what I want. That, like, I feel like that's a really low bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is a stupid low bar. Let me finish the decks based on this, and I don't know that they're gonna hit it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe Legends Arceus will surprise me and like maybe Froakie will be in it for some reason. Sneaking suspicion that
0: maybe Arceus will be the least compatible game with the rest. I think
3: it would go to yeah, home. It's like a question of, does it is it compatible with home? And I think the answer is probably yes. I think I the answer is
2: probably yes, too, because I think it says a lot about the future of the franchise in general. Like, RCS makes more sense to me in terms of what they want to try to accomplish with, like, the national decks. Right. I think it's a really cool idea, and I'm all for it. The only execution I hope that they follow through with is by the end of Generation 8, you can catch all 898 Pokemon and put them in home throughout all of the games. Like, make me buy five different games. With DLC content mm-hmm. to be able to do this. And I will be okay. Because I don't like that you can... I don't like that there might, might have been a kid who joined in Sun and Moon. Whose favorite Pokemon is yeah. Kamala or Krabrawler. <laughs> Th- both of those are solid Pokemon. We're not going to talk about Bruxish.
3: <laughs> we're, we're not stretching the
0: impossibilities here. We're not, <laughs> we're not claiming anyone likes Bruxish. Um, uh, <laughs> we're, we're not going to Pokemon shame here.
2: There could be a kid who joins Gen 7. Likes Kamala, likes likes Minior, likes Crabrawler, not Crabominable. Let's be serious. Yeah, not one <laughs> yeah, likes no, that one. No, we're being realistic here. <laughs> but likes those Pokemon, and then literally the next Pokemon game, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They can't like those anymore. And then you could have the same thing happen then in Gen Nine, right? Kitty starts yep, in Gen yep, Eight, yep, yep. and they're just like, oh, my favorite Pokemon is let's say Dreadnaw, Dreadnaw, uh, the most unexciting Pokemon ever. <laughs> But maybe they like Toodle. Maybe they like Toodle. Toodle. Toodle or Dreadnought, right? And then you know Gen 9 comes mm-hmm. around we don't we don't have Toodle or Dreadnought uh ever. And right. I feel like that's very frustrating. Especially with us, especially with the used game market the way it is, especially for Pokemon games. The used game market in the past year has gotten ridiculous. I say this as a person who follows retro games in general. Yeah. It's it's just it ridiculous. Like I, I didn't realize so Path of Radiance, uh the Fire Emblem game for GameCube. Mm-hmm. That used to go for something like hundred and fifty dollars, mm. which it sounds about right. But I just saw it recently, and it skyrocketed to like 250 yeah. dollars. Yeah, COVID was
0: big uh, on the video market, video game market. Yes, it was. It, mm-hmm. it was a big, huge boost on it because uh, people had nothing else to do; they were yeah. on their in the house
3: a lot of ds games shot up too
0: like mm-hmm.
3: mid-2000s era games just yeah.
0: blew up overall yeah. uh mobile games had a in, an incredible increase on game you know oh, players yeah, yeah. that now are since we're now returning to work many are, are not you know are leaving those games and stuff like that it was it was just a big huge boost to the video game market um and it's like everything else like we knew we all knew that theaters were on uh on the dying end uh, and mm-hmm. then video games just kind of like skyrocket, uh, thanks to COVID, yep. um, because people get bored, and when you lock people in in houses, people get even more bored.
2: Like MMOs had a huge year too. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's pretty much when you have expendable income because well you're well you're not going on trips, so you usually spend money on your trips, and so you've got mm-hmm. that extra, let's say, two thousand dollars that you're going to spend to go somewhere yeah. for vacation. What are you going to do with it now? Buy video games, I guess. Buy electronics. I mean, this is this mm-hmm. all goes to, like, chip shortage. I mean, we can go into, like, far things outside of Pokemon. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it does affect things. Uh, I, I'm i still upset that they didn't say anything and that we still don't have, like, news that a direct is coming. Like, a Pokemon direct. Right. That mm-hmm. Is coming.
3: I mean, especially after they announced Unite and, I guess, the Cafe Mix update.
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised if we heard something in July. And... That's only because that is quote-unquote Sinnoh month. For those of you who don't follow literally everything Pokemon, uh, because <laughs> the- <laughs> because it's the 25th anniversary, which is even more astounding they said yeah. nothing at E3, haven't said anything since, since February. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, and so what they're doing is every month since Pokemon Day, they've been highlighting one generation per month going backwards from eight. So March was eight, April was seven. Five was or no, five's this month, right? Five's right now. Yep, so I
3: bought the Pikachu for this month.
2: So April was happen. Gen 8, May was Gen 7. Oh wait, no, there's Gen 6 in there. I skipped. May was Gen six. Now yep. we're on Gen 5. So next month is Gen 4.
3: The the weird thing about that theory is though that I don't think Japan's doing the same thing. So, really? Yeah. Are they not? hmm I don't think so, no.
2: Okay. Well never no. mind then. My theory's shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I don't think Japan has the same promotion as we do.
2: I mean, like, to be uh, fair, it's like the worst promotion. Yeah, it's not. It's not very well <laughs> done outside of like their Twitter and Pokemon Center.
3: I enjoy collecting the uh, oversized cards. The oversized cards.
2: <laughs> Aren't they doing the oversized cards over in Japan? Are you like putting I don't them on the think wall so, no. or uh, what are you doing? with Oh, those they have a cards? binder that comes out with them.
3: Yeah, they had a special binder. <gasps> <in> the
2: <bag gasps> they had a specifically binder? for them.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh,
3: if you can get them for the 20 minutes, they're available on Pokemon Center. when they go out. Uh, <laughs> It's a nice thing to collect. I
2: think GameStop um, has them sometimes.
3: Like, they're awful to put in main, big box stores just because of the packaging. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's just a giant booster pack. Um, there's no cardboard around it or anything. It's just a big booster pack <laughs> with little booster packs in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So when do you think that they will completely and now give like the 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 release trailer for the new ones that are coming this year i'm still a little concerned i'm
2: i'm still a little concerned that we already got it oh snap okay i'm i'm that's my big concern is that we already got it like this is what it is it's already done guys uh we're, we're doing some tweaks
3: We'll get a marketing push maybe in August.
2: Oh, for sure. We'll get something closer to November, right? Like I, uh, We'll get something where they're just like, hey, we're going to talk about the game a little bit more. Uh, To be fair, the Switch release cycle was pretty light, too. Yeah. I mean, they
3: got a game each month, maybe two games. In.
2: Is that what you mean? An update each month? Oh, you mean Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah Sword and Shield. Like, they they were very slow in, in their release. They were very slow,
3: and then they picked up in September, October.
2: Yeah, right? which is, I mean, that could be what happens here as well. Yeah. I mean, there's less to show for this. I don't know. So. I, I also want to hear more about Legends Arceus. That's what everyone wants. I'm sure there's going to be a uh, a reveal at some point where they're just like, Legends Arceus connects with BDSP in this way. And like, that's the five to yeah. 10 minute video. And that's all they talk about.
3: That seems like an October thing.
2: It does. It's definitely like, it's definitely an October thing. So it's just like, you should buy BDSP. Even if you weren't planning on it, you are going to buy Legends Arceus. <laughs>
3: My curiosity is if it'll go BDSP into Arceus as
2: well. I think so. I, I Well, I don't I don't think it's going to be like trade Pokemon type deal. I think no, there's going to be see. some other connectivity. Hmm. I think there's going to be some other connectivity. Something where like, oh, oh, if you have BDSP save data, you can catch these extra Pokemon or something. Kind of like the GBA slot. Yeah. Um, or you could uh, – I, I don't know. There's going to be some connectivity and it's going to be a two-way street in my opinion.
3: It's like I can easily picture, hey, you can transfer Pokemon from BDSP or from Arceus to BDSP. I don't think the transfer would go the other way. So I'm No, I don't think so.
2: Do. I, I don't think so. And my answer why, and this is something that somebody pointed out and maybe, uh, oh, no, you were, it was on Discord. So I think Liger pointed it out. I'm probably misrepresenting. But if you actually look at the Pokemon information um, in BDSP no versus the Pokemon information in Legends of Arceus, like, you know how we get, like, oh, here are your starters, and, like, here's their ability, right. here's here's their... Uh...
3: Yeah, no, no, I, re- I remember this, Arceus didn't give abilities.
2: Arceus didn't give abilities, yeah. oh No, no, that's fine, I think it's perfectly fine, especially if the leaks that we've heard very early on are true. That they're changing the battle system in RCS to be a little bit different. It's, uh, it, well, It's just like, because it's a single player game as opposed to something that you can play with other people.
3: It's not something that needs balance. You can yeah. just make abilities something that are innate to Pokemon. It's like, yeah. deciduize a sniper. Let's give it a sniper ability yeah, and, and then you could just, does. And then you
2: game. can transfer them over to a real Pokemon game and they get assigned an ability or whatever. Maybe they're all hidden abilities again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't let Machamp learn Fissure.
3: Or make ability something you get while leveling up. Yeah. Like, who knows? Oh, kind of like Fire I mean, yeah. That's an
2: interesting concept. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, like, that
3: could be cool. There's a lot of things you can do when you don't have to worry about a multiplayer system. You're you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely system. correct. Like,
2: mm-hmm. like
3: it, it holds them back design-wise. Uh, so I'm interested to see Arceus.
2: Yeah, I, I also expect, I'm going to be completely honest, I expect Arceus to introduce new Pokemon. I expect there to be, like, a couple of new Pokemon... I think there's going to be a couple of new Pokemon in Arceus. Would you, do you think it's going to
0: be another, um, like, a parallel universe? You know, we know the lore and all that and how many of them are different worlds. Do so you think they're stepping away from the Sword and Shield universe for a new
2: ah! universe? Or is it going to be the same eh. universe in the past? I think what you're asking is... Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying this because I don't like you. Uh, <laughs> and this is going to sound, like, way more blunt than what I mean for it to be. But I think that's a bad question. Okay. I think it's
3: whatever BDSP is in the past. Yes.
2: Okay. I don't think it matters anyway because they don't really follow any rules. Pokemon, like, uh, my my favorite comparison of like timelines and stuff and um isn't actually from Pokemon. It's from Legend of Zelda, where people mm, yeah. talk about <laughs> oh, shoot, where yeah. people like talk about the timeline all the t- all over the place. Yeah. That I think the biggest thing with that the quote unquote official uh Zelda timeline, I don't think any of the devs cared, they found some fan fan theory that made sense and said, yeah, sure, why not?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
2: And I think the same <laughs> thing falls for Pokemon. If there ever is like a quote unquote official timeline, they're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that sounds right. Sure. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, I only bring it up because it would be the only thing that would explain how Arceus has new Pokemon that, uh, you know, future generations don't have. I mean... You can just always claim that
2: they're like extinct, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's like, oh look, you revived them or you found a revived
2: version of it. In BDSP it's in the past far enough that they still they still exist. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would like to see a lot of Pokemon in Arceus that aren't gen four or up to Gen four. I think it'd be really cool to find things like like Mini or Sosba. Some other Pokemon that typically isn't in Sinnoh that maybe migrated away from Sinnoh. Like I'd I, I would find it hilarious if like Young Goose was in the game. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the region where all the Young Goose came from. That would be amazing. That would be fun. Because young goose aren't from Alola. They were brought to Alola <laughs> to handle the Alolan Rattata.
3: Maybe you have to collect young goose for an Alolan or
2: for someone for a Malola. Yeah, I think it would be really cute to have references Could to Could
3: you get us a Pokemon to help us deal with snakes? And it's like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I think this is a good place to stop before we go too far. Uh, I think the I think yes. my official answer to what's going on is I don't know. And I hope they tell us soon. <laughs> I don't know. And I hope they know. <laughs> yeah. I hope they know. I, yeah. I'm hoping. I've got my fingers crossed. We'll see how it goes. So It's like, I'm I'm not
3: too worried because, like, it's a remake, so. Yeah. If nothing is new, it's like, okay.
2: I'm not concerned about BDSP or Legends Arceus individually, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm worried about Gen 8. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be the mm. closeout to Gen 8. How are they going right. to handle Most it? likely. It's going to set the tone for future generations stuff like that um and if i can't catch a for alligator for like five years i'm gonna walk up to jinichi masuda and be like hey man we need to talk okay <laughs> uh but all right that, that this, this, this on that note that's where we'll end it jinichi masuda <laughs> i know you're we're listening a i know it's not a threat it's just like let's have a talk <laughs> but uh yeah so if you if we'll end it there we're gonna go ahead and uh go to the pokemon of the episode so let's uh let's do that and we will catch you guys on the flip flop <laughs> episode and welcome to the pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 248 tyranitar the armor pokemon
3: its new pokemon snap photo dex entry reads tyranitar has such a sturdy body it can even doze off in the middle of a sandstorm we saw it waiting in the desert hoping for a suitably strong opponent to come along
2: Mm-hmm.
0: it's lazy that's what we're getting from this i mean
2: tyranitar is a good pokemon Uh, he
0: is it's one of the timeless ones
2: i actually don't know a generation where he hasn't been good (laughs) like
0: yeah or relevant yeah or not he's been
2: he's been relevant ever since he's
3: existed he was like the only weather pokemon in gen 3 right
2: uh yes i believe so because i mean
3: apart from groudon kyogre
2: but like we don't get those yeah i i think you're correct he was he was the only weather Pokemon in Gen three. To be fair, you couldn't catch him in Gen three until I think Stadium.
3: He was like the final boss of Stadium Pokemon.
2: Not Stadium, you mean Coliseum, right? Or Coliseum, yeah. Yeah, you could catch him in Colosseum, But so so I always say all the time like, oh, you need a Coliseum and XD. You don't actually need those to complete the decks because they're not official games. It was in the post game of Fire Red, Leaf Green too. That's where it was. It was Fire Red, Leaf Green. You could catch Pupitar or not Pupitar, Larvitar. Mm -hmm. And that is, like, the only place you could get it.
3: (laughs) I mean, it was really hype seeing it at the end of uh, Colosseum. It was.
2: I mean, Colosseum and XD were so cool for the reasons Mm -hmm. that I stated it'd be really cool earlier to, like, see the rest of the decks finish. It was because these were all Pokemon that you were missing for such a long time in Gen 3. Mm -hmm. By a long time, I mean, like, a year. (laughs) (laughs) But you could, like, see them, and they were back, and you could transfer them over to Ruby and Sapphire when you were done.
3: Like, the second Tyranitar started up the Sandstorm, it's like, oh... That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Because you didn't see weather abilities outside of
2: your box legend from Ruby and Sapphire. Mm-hmm. So. You're absolutely right. Actually, Tyranitar is the big one from that game, too. Yeah, that was like level 55, everything. Yeah, it was the final boss. Mm-hmm. That's true. I didn't think about it that way. So, to get back to more Pokemon-type things with Tyranitar, he's got a base HP of 100, which is pretty solid, <laughs> base attack of 134, which is pretty solid, Base defense of 110. Again, pretty good. Special attack 95. Special defense 100, which gets boosted in the sand, by the way, because he's a rock type. Mm-hmm. And he sets his own sand, so it's effectively like base 150 in the sand. Special defense, and he's got uh, he's got a base speed of 61, which is not great, but that's okay. We still love him anyway. Yeah. And it, 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 he has a hidden ability, and I think it's like a nerve, isn't it? It is.
3: I I think so. It, who cares? You're running Sandstream. Yes. Like if you're not running Sandstream, you're not running Tyranitar.
2: Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's such a cool Pokémon though. Uh like, he is. like his typing isn't great either cuz he's got I think something like seven weaknesses. But yeah. his it like the defenses on him are insane. Yeah.
3: As long as you keep him away from fighting type attacks, yeah.
2: he's going to be okay. He's probably okay. He like he'll take a super effective ground, bug, steel, water, grass, or fairy type move yeah just don't let them punch him uh to be fair he also has a lot of resistances because he has the rock typing uh he's resistant to normal flying poison ghost fire and dark i did i thought rock resisted rock today i learned it does not no
3: it's very sad <laughs> to watch an aerodactyl take super effective or super effective damage.
2: damage from stealth rock yeah oh i that's just one of those things that like it never crosses my mind you know because nobody's running rock types because mm-hmm. rock, is, rock is, in my opinion, the second best offensive typing for moves.
3: But, like, the second worst defensive typing.
2: Yes, it's, it's right behind Ice in both of those categories. <laughs> yeah. It's right behind Ice. And so, not a lot of people run Rock types, but you run Rock type moves, like Stone Edge. Outside of Tyranitar, though, Tyranitar is really good, because his defenses are insane. So we've got a Battle Stadium Singles team for you this week which you guys can uh, use for the Summer summer League is what it's called and you guys can just go into town with it. This town this team actually looks pretty fun and it's actually really standard outside of the Tyranitar so the Tyranitar gives you a little bit of spice but everything else will teach you how pretty much every other Pokemon works (laughs) so let's dig into it I'm going to grab the Tyranitar first this Tyranitar has an an assault vest so not only do you get the boost from the sand but you also get the boost from the assault vest for your special defense Sandstream, obviously, two thirty-six HP, so you're a bulky boy. Two ninety-two defense, so you're a uh, you're a little bit defensive, and then one eighty special defense so you're taking all those special hits all day long. This is a special wall as long as Sand is up. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a sassy nature, so you're boosting that special defense even more.
3: We don't care about our speed.
2: No, who cares? It's base sixty-one, <laughs> and then you've got Stone Edge, Payback for a stab. Uh, earthquake, and then I enjoy this a lot, Ice Beam. Ice Beam. I I enjoy Ice Beam a lot because Tyranitar, like, I, like we were just saying, has a decent special attack stat. And running mixed Tyranitar was such a fun way to cheese back in Gen 4. <laughs> uh, you, like, you could run Thunderbolt on your Tyranitar. <laughs> oh, right. I remember
0: that. I remember the first time a Tyranitar hit me with a Thunderbolt. I was so confused and angry.
2: I like special Mega Titar. That was fun too. Special Mega Titar was also fun. Mega Titar in general was fun, and I miss it dearly.
3: Yeah, despite being a pseudo legend, it never felt like it was oppressive.
2: It wasn't oppressive, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Tyranitar was one of the few Pokemon you could run as both Mega and non Mega. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Tyranitar. He's he's a fun, cool dude. All right. So uh, the next Pokemon on this team, I'm just going to grab this other one down below it. Is Garchomp holding the light ball? Uh, I, know, I know what's happening here. So, this is cheese. This is cheese as well. The ability is rough skin uh, because Garchomp has that, and I think something dumb that doesn't matter. And he's got a 172 HP, 4 attack, 116 defense, 76 special defense, and 140 speed with a jolly nature. He's got earthquake, rock tomb, and stealth rock. The fourth move is fling, which is what the light ball is for. And if I'm correct in remembering this, Sigma, correct me if I'm wrong, when you fling a light ball at your opponent, they get paralyzed.
3: That is correct.
2: <laughs> and it can paralyze the ground types. Yes, it can. That's cool. You can paralyze your Lando T. Um, they're oh. never expecting it. It's great. <laughs> what cheese. What cheese. Okay, we're going to let you share a cookie next you. <laughs>
0: Well, these uh lesser cheese ones, uh, we start out with Cinderace the G, uh, for GMAX purposes. Uh, it's going to have the Focus Sash so it can take the hit with the ability Libero, which is its hitting, abir- hitting ability, and the EVs are straightforward, 252 attack, 4 on special defense, and 252 on speed with an Adamant Nature, which is the only thing that is out of bounds here, kind of weird, but he will hit hard with Pyro Ball Gunk Shot high jump kick and sucker punch i have to say gunchuck has been one of my uh unexpected favorite moves lately uh really like uh this guy this bad big boy is meant to hit and hit hard a long time him is gonna come with saptos with a life orb and the ability static because i don't think well he comes with pressure too i guess because they all of them come with pressure the uh EV spread on this is 28 defense uh 236 special attack and a 244 speed with a modest nature to up that special attack which uh it's worth noting that it's IV is preferably zero attack mm-hmm. this is for its attack discharge hurricane heat wave and roost what is the purpose of the zero attacks
2: uh, because people like to use foul play a lot. It reduces damage from foul play or confusion. Yeah, that's it. It's it's literally, gotcha. it's literally like a min-max type thing, you know what I mean? It's, it's nothing else. Right. It's just a min-max.
3: Does it matter if you don't have the zero
2: attack? No. No. It, gotcha. It, it's like for fringe situations where you're just like, I want to minimize my foul play damage or my confusion damage. Like,
3: unless you're, like, weak to dark types, I yeah.
2: don't think it matters too much most of the yes,
3: time.
2: I would agree with that. Okay, gotcha.
3: So... Uh, I'll I'll close us out with the last two members. We have, ooh, a grass and water Pokemon to finish that fire, water, grass core.
1: So,
2: yay. Decent core. Actually, you have both core. You have both the fire, water, grass core and the fantasy core here. Which is kind ooh. of nice. You have the dragon. Oh dragons, yeah, I so do finish you, off you the have,
3: fantasy core too. Nice. Yeah,
2: and two of them overlap to be fair, but... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright. So first off, we got Ferrothorn holding leftovers using the ability Iron Barbs because we're never running anticipation, Ferrothorn. Don't. Just don't.
1: <laughs> Max HP,
3: 228 in defense and 28 in special defense with an impish nature and zero speed. I don't know why we're not relaxed, but whatever. <laughs> we have Gyro Ball, Leech Seed, Toxic, and Protect. We are a Pharaoh Thorn. That is not body pressing. That is what we're... <laughs> we stall things out. They take a lot of residual damage and we can Gyro Ball field offensive. Or if we're taunted. Yeah. And last up, we have Tapu Fini bringing the water and fairy to the team, holding that citrus berry ability, Misty Surge, and we have 244 HP, 196 Defense, and 68 Speed with a bold nature, running that Scald, Moonblast, Nature's Madness, and Taunt. Fun times. Woo! And I think that's just standard Fini as well.
2: No, this like I feel like that's standard. The I guess the Ferrothorn wasn't super standard, but it's still a Ferrothorn doing Ferrothorn things. Yeah. yeah, no, it's doing old Ferrothorn things. It's like old Ferrothorn things, not not the new Ferrothorn.
3: I prefer Iron Defense body pressing Ferrothorns, but like yes. old faithful Ferrothorn over here can work just fine. Like yes, don't, don't he doesn't need to do bad. new tricks. Uh, no, he, he still ha- he's one of the few Pokemon that still has access to Toxic apparently. So like
2: get rid of walls.
3: All right
2: So that is the team. If you want to use it, you can go over to our Discord server and grab it uh, as a rental code. Um, if you're a patron, look out. I might set up something up so you can start collecting these guys every week. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for that as well. Uh, all right. On that note, we're going to go ahead and we are going to uh, kick it on over to the mailbag.
1: It's mail time. you got me. Sending your emails. you got me.
2: And welcome to the Mailbag. The Mailbag's the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on Pokemon, the world, everything in between. It's going to be a really, really good time all around for that. Uh, But you can also uh, win the Green Taurus badge here because this segment, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And yeah, if you honestly, if it's it's kind of random. If you if you give us good feelings in your email, you win the badge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week I believe you were all asked, "What do you think about the E three reveal?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thatch wasn't on that show, uh, uh, but he probably would have asked the same thing. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into these emails. Our first one is from Tremster, the late night legend, and I'm going to go ahead and read his thoughts. Uh, he sent it in before E3, the E3 presentation, by the way. Howdy, Thatch, Wim, Sigma, and Olive Puckle. It's actually Jushiro in Sigma today. Uh, the sheet, the sheet is in flux. The sheet is in flux.
3: It took a while to update that sheet. Uh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs>
2: I'm assuming the mailbag question is about E3 predictions, but I'm writing in before finishing the end of last week's podcast and before this week's Nintendo Directs, so I'm as blind as you were last episode. You can always find the uh, question, by the way, in the show notes. 100% always in the show notes. However, I say I agree with Linian's worst case scenario being generic gameplay, announcing how online will work, and ending with ominous shots of the legendaries. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't even get that. And honestly, that would be my hope too. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been
3: my worst case scenario as well.
2: Here's my wish, hope, and expectation for the news we'll get about BDSP. One, my wish is that there will be something equivalent to a Delta episode for each Legendary. Regigigas, Heatran, Shaman, Darkrai, Cresselia, and Arceus. That's a lot to ask for, so that's why I say that's my wish. Maybe they can bundle some together or tie in Ar- Legends Arceus in some way. I hope Legendaries are given good treatment to celebrate that j- the gen that introduced such a huge amount of Legendaries given to us. That's true.
0: Eighth Janice the Charm.
3: I mean, I thought that the Legends were really well handled in Crown Tundra.
2: I, I liked I Dynamax Adventures. I still like them. Dynamax Adventures
3: great. was cool, but also like Peony just saying, hey, there's oh, a yeah. list of things you can go do. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool.
2: The DLC is the best part of Gen 8 by far. Oh, easily. Isle of Armour is just a nice area. Isle of Armour was great. I thought uh, Crown Tundra was great. I think my only complaint with Crown Tundra... Is that the number of Pokemon Crown Tundra added was still around a hundred, but a lot of them were legendaries? Yeah, I think that's my biggest gripe with Crown Tundra.
3: Another issue I had with Crown Tundra is just getting to raids is a pain in the butt.
2: Yes, absolutely. Like I,
3: I never want to raid in Crown Tundra because it is a pain to find where those raids are.
2: I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think Crown Tundra because my only complaint was I really liked Isle of Armour, Because it wasn't a lot of story. There probably was more story slash things to do in Crown Tundra than there were Isle of Armor. But in Isle of Armor, I really liked it because there were 100 Pokemon for me to go around and go catch. Yeah.
0: And uh, it was much more open.
2: Well, yeah, but it was like 100 Pokemon in the wild. You know what I mean? Like, I get to go catch 100 Pokemon out in the wild. And Mm -hmm. now in Crown Tundra, it was like, oh, here's like 30 new Pokemon (laughs) (laughs) that you can go catch in the wild. And the rest of them are legendaries. Have fun. And... I hated walking into the crown tundra and seeing that the decks was like more than 70% full. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what I didn't like. Yeah. It's not bad for like, it's not saying that crown tundra was bad. It's just saying like, yeah, this is something that I noticed that I wish was improved upon.
3: It, it was less exciting because it's like, Oh, everything's legendary.
2: Yep. that's my only gripe. Otherwise I think it's perfect and flawless. Yep. All right. Second, my hope is that even though BDSP is based off diamond and pearl, it'll use the decks and additions of platinum including the return of Battle Frontier and challenging all the Frontier brains for their gold and silver badges. I don't think they were gold and silver in Diamond and per- or in Platinum. I don't think they were gold and silver. I think they changed them.
0: How long have we been asking, asking for a new Battle Frontier?
2: Uh, since old lad, the last Battle Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> since black and white. Since black and white. Because
0: I know that the Auras one was disappointing, I, I think.
2: There wasn't one there wasn't one right and what's even worse is it was like it was like jerking the chain because it was just like it was like here's a model of the battle frontier
3: no it's a battle tower that's going to be part of the battle frontier yeah it's like all. Oh.
2: it was so frustrating
3: this is why i made the joke of putting uh rose tower east into
2: uh seno remakes this time oh it was so bad it was so bad all right let's see I think that this is likely, even if it's a little more than what we would, than what should be expected. You can actually find, we'll actually be able to find out if they give us more, like, shots of Sinnoh. Because there are a few locations that are different in terms of their Platinum and Diamond and Pearl appearances. Mostly Team Galactic buildings. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, change, they drastically change from Platinum to Diamond and Pearl. And I would love to see the Platinum models used. Yeah. Uh, if we see that, I think that's a good sign that we're going to get essentially platinum decks, but with diamond and pearl version exclusives, which I think would be fine.
3: I I feel like we're likely to see an evil team trailer at some point.
2: Yeah. Oh, they have to talk about Team Galactic because there's going to be a trailer talking about the Team Galactic logo in Legends Arceus on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Hmm. Because it, there definitely is like an older version of that logo on your shoulder in the in that uh, in the shots. But we'll hmm. see.
3: And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that not being answered, though, and finding out in Arceus.
2: Yeah. And then, like, let's see, three, my real ex- realistic expectation is, is mentioned above what Linian said about getting just basic news. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you in the Summer League and encourage e- everyone to listening to give it a try, especially if you haven't gotten into online slash competitive battling yet. It's the perfect jumping in point for you, and even a total rookie will enjoy playing with whatever team you already have or even using the Pokemon of the episode teams provided. Have a great week, everyone. Trebster, the late night legend. We appreciate that, Trebster. As always, he send a follow up, but I don't think it's. Oh, yeah, he was just talking about other things. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so I'm going to let you pronounce this one, Sigma, <laughs> from our next email.
3: Yeah, let's let's go with genome. Uh It might be Gnome, but I'm going to go with Gnome. Ganoom, Gnome, <laughs> G- his choice. Genome. I don't know. <laughs> Hello, buckle crew and fans. What it do, Puckle Crew? Hurts me every time I hear it, like sandstorm <laughs> damage. What <laughs> it do, Puckle Crew?
2: <laughs> That's a good comparison. Uh, I like that a lot.
3: Oh. That is pretty good. Genome here, sending in my first email, and it's a bit of a long one, so I apologize in advance. It's not that long. <laughs> I started listening to Puckle in January of 2021 because I was looking into purchasing Pokemon Sword and Shield and and got hooked into listening to Puckle. It's actually kind of ironic that I was listening to one of the older episodes recently about 2019 E3 for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. When an episode 497 97 came out talking about 2021 E3, I have been jumping around the old Puckle episodes and have to say I am very happy with how the podcast is laid out now. Listen to episode one for a few minutes and had to change it. Oh. Sorry, not sorry.
2: I, I'm sorry that you listened to it. Also, at the beginning of episode one, no matter where you listen to it, there is a warning at the beginning of it where I go, do not listen to this. Go listen to something later. It is here for <laughs> archival purposes only. That is literally the only reason it's there. At,
0: at some point, we have to start enjoying it like people enjoy the room, the movie.
2: Oh, no. No, we don't. (laughs) It's just just so bad, it's good. Fuckle episode, like, the first hundred or so episodes of Fuckle are pretty bad. There's some gems in there, but, like, they're pretty bad. Uh... My phone number's in there. (laughs) I I did that to relight the fire, because people will start digging for it, and they never find it.
0: I I remember that.
2: They never Uh... find it. (laughs) Okay, I'll continue
3: on now, though.
2: I work second
3: shift as a custodian in a high school. So when all the kids leave, I get to listen to you guys talk Pokemon, and I'm learning a lot and enjoying listening to the crew every night at work. I'm also going to date myself here. I was nine when red
0: and blue came out. Oh you're in good company, sir.
2: I think he's fine. I think he's perfect. I think <laughs> you're I think fine. all of us were at least nine when it came out. Like, <laughs> 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 I think I, I might have been eight. I might have been eight. I was it was it was the end of second grade, beginning of it was the first. It was beginning of third grade for me. Yeah, it was ninety eight, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: As one of the oldest Poclonians, uh I can tell you you're you're fine.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: he's fine. I remember people playing it over the summer between my third and fourth grade year, and I got it like fourth grade.
2: That's when so. I got it. I ended. I was. I was an, a quote unquote early adopter. It turns out, and that was accidental.
3: Yeah, I remember getting a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue for Christmas. That was cool.
2: I only got it because my parents told me I could get another game or something like that for my Game Boy Color. i just just in the Game Boy Color like the summer beforehand because mm-hmm. we were going uh, we were going across country or something like that uh, to visit some relatives. And we wanted to, my parents wanted to drive it and do a road trip. And so they're like, oh, you can have a Game Boy Color. So you have something to do in the car. And so they bought it for me and I got uh, the Super Mario Bros. Deluxe uh, for mm-hmm. Game Boy Color. I remember that game Please. fondly only because it was my first like video game ever essentially. It's it's zoom aspect ratio was so bad. It was very bad, but I, I bought it for the game for the DS cuz it came out on the virtual console for the 3DS. Uh, <laughs> and so I I bought that only because it's very nostalgic for me. There's apparently multiplayer. Fun fact, I don't think it's good. I can't imagine it is. It's not very good. And anyways, uh, yeah, it was it was a time. But then I got Pokemon Blue because my parents told me I could get, like, a second game a few months later. And so I remember walking in there, and I don't know anything about video games at this point, right? I just played Super Mario Bros. Deluxe and thought that was, like, the bee's knees. Yeah.
1: hmm
2: And I was looking at the—and I bought it solely based on the box art. <laughs> I saw this really cool turtle with cannons on it, and I'm just like, that's it. I'm buying it.
0: That was my first one, too.
2: Yeah, I bought absolutely. I bought it like in October though. I bought it in like October of ninety eight.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like at the end of fifth grade, if not the beginning of fifth grade, oh, or at mid fifth grade when I got into Pokemon and I tried out my cousin. Uh, I'm not, I have an autistic cousin. I, want, uh, I used to visit all the time, and he had red version. And I'm like, oh, let me try it out. And I completely erased his save file because I did. Oh no! <laughs> I guess I was a jerk. Apparently. Uh and I started it uh he it wasn't that far off. Okay. But uh <laughs> so are you are mm-hmm. are you screaming at the radio right now? But it got me hooked. I immediately got me hooked. Then I immediately asked like my parents, like, I need this, and I went anyway. I specifically got uh the blue version, because my cousin had the red version. I'm like, I want the other one. And <laughs> uh fun
2: fun times. That's good. Oh. Alright, keep going, Sigma. We <laughs> we we went on a nice tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: nine when Red and Blue came out, and Red was my first Pokemon game. I owned. Favorite gen is Diamond because it gave us Luxray. Who is my favorite Pokemon?
2: Good choice. Luxray should be dark type. It
3: should be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It should, but it still got a cool design. Like, is there an electric dark type outside of Hamtaro? I don't think there is. No, it's just more peco right? It's just more Pecco. Yeah, little hamster, big adventure. It's fine. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> Me and my four brothers have owned every single main Pokemon game that has come out. But the last one I played before Shield was Black 1, and I stopped after the third gym leader. To the mailbag question, no Pokemon reveal at E3? I was actually hoping to hear something about BDSB, because all I
2: have seen hasn't really been much. None of us have seen much. We got the two minutes. We, We have two minutes of reveal so far. Uh, we're hungry. Yeah, we've been peeling those two minutes. (laughs) We've just been talking about those two minutes for like the past four months.
3: (laughs) So since there isn't really anything to talk about as far as E3 Pokemon goes, I offer a question to Puckle. If you could travel to any region
2: in the Pokemon world, where would you go and why? What would be the first thing you do when you get to that region? Okay, wait, time out. This is the new mailbag question. So (laughs) (laughs) this is the new mailbag question. Because it's way better. It's way better than the E three nonsense we talked about today.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good one though. I guess I would say the uh, you know the logic w- me within me would say Alola because the weather's nice. There's got beaches. You know, it's very friendly.
2: I think this is also the next podcast topic. This is the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but man, going to a real life canto would be like like a you know like oh my god this oh my god that it's like. It would be like a theme park.
2: I think Kalos would be cool.
0: Kalos would be cool. Kalos would be cool.
2: I like Kalos the best, I think. I studied
3: a lot of French in high school, so I'd love to go to Kalos. Uh, I look forward to listening to the next po- episode. When it comes out, I also hope to start doing some Pokemon raids, raid battles, and who knows, maybe even get into the Summer League once I figure out competitive battle strategies. Just grab the theme of the episode. <laughs> Catch you on the flippity-flop genome. Uh, all right, Let's I like
0: Gnome better.
2: <laughs> Gnome or genome? Genome. Gnome. Gnome, Gnome sounds like Gnome sounds like a Pokemon that doesn't exist yet. Like Gnome. Mm-hmm. It also vaguely sounds like the sound Yoshi makes. Like <laughs> ba butum. <ba-dum, laughs> <ba-dum>. Yep. <laughs> Our last email today is going to be from HDM.
0: HDM writes in and says, "Hello, Thatch, Sigma, and Jashiro. HDM here." I have the three of you. Uh, I hope the three of you had a wonderful week. Well, since the since this week's question was about E3, I feel like I should at least mention it. I quite like Nintendo's E3 show since a lot of stuff I was looking forward to got shown, but unfortunately there was a severe lack of Pokemon goodness during the presentation. However, we did get a bunch of Pokemon goodness this week in the form of Pokemon Unite News Drop. We discussed this during the topic. It's just weird that they didn't take advantage of the time.
2: Uh, I still think it's just like, maybe Tencent gets cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> and we can Jared from Subway erase them from existence.
3: <laughs> I, I still think that they wanted the exclusivity so they don't have to share the spotlight with other people.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, the, the, the missed opportunity is that there was basically almost no spotlight in this E3 for anyone except Nintendo.
3: I mean, everyone was talking about Metroid and Advanced Wars. So, yeah. Like- to be fair,
2: the bar was very low, but Nintendo definitely won.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes.
3: Like, I'm excited for Mario Party.
2: Dude, it looks really oh my fun. gosh, same. I thought about mm-hmm. you. I thought about you when it came out. And I. it also makes sense why they opened up the, uh, opened up like, they added that random update to Super Mario Party recently it's like
3: oh they figured out network compatibility cool
2: well no that was what i figured i'm just like oh they're gonna drop another mario party game and they want to make sure it works right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm just like that's what's gonna happen there's gonna be a new mario party game Uh, disappointingly it's like a best of but it's okay
3: i don't think that's disappointingly it's like five old boards and 100 old. legitimately if
2: they just remade them and just bundled them together like in an all-stars pack i think i'd be just
0: oh that would be yeah that would be amazing
2: like give me mario party one through seven give me boards from one through three are the best ones to be fair though uh yeah like those are where the boards
3: are from and the minigames are from all the one through seven it's like sweet and you can use the pro controller which is why I haven't bought Super Mario Party yet.
2: <laughs> I bought Super Mario Party, but I'm very excited because I've been wanting to play Mario Party online with people for the longest time. Uh, Super Mario Party isn't good. No, it
3: forces you to use Joy Cons, and yeah, it's like it's they, not good. They're like, yeah, you can use the Pro Controller. It's like, oh, okay, this is a good Mario Party.
0: I'm, I'm so <laughs> <Yes>. happy. <laughs> Welcome to Smuckle Spuckle.
2: <laughs> uh, we'll have to do like we'll have to do like a community game night on stream or something. Oh. Mm, yeah. I want to get into that now that we've got a regular Twitch schedule otherwise. Yeah. So I want <laughs> to get like into DK- that. I want to do like an occasional uh, not Pokemon game night. But continue.
0: That would be fun. Okay, so uh, continuing on. It says, I'm going to be honest. I didn't care at all about the game when it was first revealed last year. It just... It looked like like a cheap version of a MOBA, a genre. Uh, so I say that so I said it real nice, <laughs> a genre which doesn't appease me that much. From time to time, though, two of my friends kept asking me about Unite. Basically, I uh, because I'm basically the Pokemon nerd in my group. Oh, I, we all been there at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started trying to find more things to like uh, than things to dislike about it, since that might be a good game for me to play with them. Yeah, take the opportunities to to bring non-Pokemon friends to Pokemon games that have the genre that they interest in them. That's, that's the
2: whole reason they do this stuff, too, by the way. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because it's, it's about bringing them into the franchise more than bringing them just to the game. They're
2: trying to bring them into the Pokemon brand. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. They want global domination, so, guys.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. They're right there with Disney on that. So before before the news we got this week, I was in this weird spot between not really looking forward to the game, but also trying to find some qualities about it. It all changed after all the information and videos released this week. I'm actually really like what I saw. No joking. The gameplay looks very fun and more depth than I expected. I mean MOBAs are like that. You see them uh, from afar and you're like there's there's not much there. And when you play them you're like oh no there's too much in there. And I'm also a fan of most of the playable Pokemon that were revealed. My favorites being Cinderace and Gengar. Ooh, good choice on the second one I have to say. And when I showed my friend the videos, they were very hyped about the game, which, not gonna lie, brought a smile to my face. That's how I felt when Go was out. When they, well, you know, when I when Go was shown, and I saw all the non-Pokémon fans just mm-hmm. completely being so into it, Uh it was just so. It was a good time. 2006, 16, 16. Sorry, two thousand sixteen.
2: Yeah, both those uh, years were times. alive and very old. So I. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh uh unite might even be a good starting point for me to get interested about moba genre just like pokemon mystery dungeon got me into the dungeon crawlers uh that's one genre i haven't been able to get into dungeon crawlers the way at least the way that mystery dungeon is portrayed you know those uh by uh square for the grid mm. pokemon dungeon crawlers i have a hard time with them anyway that's beside the point uh continuing i'm doing my best to not overhype myself or anything like that but overall i think the game looks promising oh uh, that sounded like me when they announced uh Pokin.
2: wasn't good though
0: oh that's what i mean i'm trying not to get myself <laughs> overhyped <laughs> that's what i meant <laughs> It looked really good when it's come out but then it got old real quick it's okay Pokin
3: was like a little stepping stone on the way to new pokemon snap which was pretty good that's that true, is true.
0: Po- pokemon
2: snap's great
0: yeah, I haven't played it yet. It's been so busy, I haven't even played it. i have to get you it. You need to do it. Yep, I need to. Outside of that topic, my week has also been a lot of fun due to the beginning of Summer League. I had forgotten how much fun it is to try to collect all the badges and also to watch my favorite Puckle friends getting them all. I hope it helps a bunch of new players get into competitive Pokemon just like last year's league was my starting point. I think I'm very uh I'm already grown a bit as a player since then. So much fun and wholesome competition. Um yeah, Summer League is great guys. Uh, these guys over here do such a wonderful job and they make so many sacrifices to be on schedule for you guys it really is a great time uh so you like both of our emails here you should jump into that if you haven't experienced what is a puckle competitive gaming which is not as intimidating as you think it is
2: no uh puckle's not puckle's not on it turns out mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly we don't yeah we don't we don't, don't, like we don't intend way. ourselves to be
0: yeah we don't judge you for using your favorite pokemon no we provide you with templates so you can use what you want Yep. All about it is the community. Mm hmm. Mm <laughs> hmm. Anyway, I think I've already talked a lot. Thanks for reading my email and see you all soon. HDM.
2: All right. That is all the emails today. Who do we want to give the badge to? Uh,
3: Genome gave us a topic for next week. That is true. Oh, man. These were all good this week.
0: They were all they good. They were. I like HDM's email a lot.
3: I'm against giving Trevor one because it doesn't change his name color. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man, okay, so like I know HDM's gonna give me crap if I don't pick it. <laughs> <laughs> but but Gnome gave us a topic. So, you know what? Genum, you you win the badge. If you give us a topic, you automatically win this badge. That's the one <laughs> that, uh, I'm giving right now. If you give us I'm a, a fan. good topic, I'm a fan. if you want to just like list like 30 topic ideas you have at the end of an email, that might just win with the Green Taurus <laughs> badge. <laughs> so because then we can at least like craft them and mold them mm-hmm. or at least pick and choose. But uh, yeah, you know what? G you get that badge. Make sure you let somebody on the discord know and we will make sure you get that role. Yeah. All right. So if you want to email us next week, let us know what Pokemon region you would like to travel to and why. So yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's see what you guys say to that. Email us at PucklePodcast@gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, best way to do it is to go to discord with PuckleDiscord.com. We have a new URL. You can just type it into your computer. That way you can come hang out, do the summer league, maybe sign up for the TTT, the, Oh God. I'm um, uh, the triple tri attack triathlon. <laughs> the TTT. Uh, Great name. It, triple, Th- triple T, it triple T. It's the triple T. That's the whole point. It's three people and three T's. It's uh, it, it's cute. You can also follow us on social media over at Twitter at, uh, at Puckle podcast. You can follow us over on Instagram, Tumblr, and facebook you can of course follow us on other platforms as well such as youtube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast where you can just like get a bunch of cool videos of pete Mickey, and claude nine using the Puckle the episode team right now you can also go ahead and uh do the uh not just youtube but also twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast you can watch myself live on tuesdays uh somebody else on thursdays and occasionally somebody else on saturdays so that's always a good time. And you can always go ahead and uh, support the show in a couple different ways. One, you can go over to Twitch, drop a Twitch Prime subscription. We always appreciate that. You can always go ahead and go to our Etsy store right now that's open until September 1st to buy some Puckle Summer League badges, Etsy.com uh, slash slash shop slash Puckle Podcast. You can, of course, all, all there's also TCG mats up there, by the way. Yeah. If we sell out of those TCG mats, I will go ahead and probably make desk mats. Which are a little bit longer than TCG mats. Ooh, I'm saying this selfishly, by the way, <laughs> because I want I want desk mats. <laughs> um, if you too want desk mats, let me know, and maybe we'll set up a pre order. And then we can always you can also go ahead and go over to uh, to Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/FocalPodcast, where we have exclusive shows such as uh, the we renamed it, we rebranded it. The Anime Podcast is called Packle now. Oh! It stands for the Puckle Anime Club Lounge <laughs> uh, Where you can watch along with uh, Anime episodes with commentary By some of your favorite co-hosts It's a good time, we really like doing it uh, So watch out, those should be coming out by the end of this week For those of you on Patreon You should be getting a new set of three or four Other than that, I think that's everything I usually say So I have been Trainer Thatch Some say I'm Lord Jashiro and I'm the narcissist. And hear the Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's closing time.